Hey, my name is Stephen Beckman. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Um, I am the CEN, or the Chief Executive Nobody, of the Mesh News Project. You can find the Mesh News Project at meshnews.org. Mesh News is the mothership to COINTELPRO 2.0. You can catch the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at podcasts, with an S, dot COINTELPRO, the number two. And then the word zero, spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com. You can check out our video series at videos, with an S, videos, dot COINTELPRO. The number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. And then our online guide full of articles and resources at COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. Being in the program of COINTELPRO, I can tell you my journey has had just a wide assortment of things happened to me while in this program. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had an active denial service weapon used on me to keep me from walking into major media outlets in downtown LA. I've been censored on multiple social platforms. I've been subjected to radiation assaults nearly daily. And that's not microwave assaults, that's radiation assaults. That's different. I'm subjected to constant poisonings, druggings, a massive years-long smear campaign, being blacklisted and unable to pursue a career, which I had my degree and practiced for seven years before getting into the program. I've had my privacy made a novelty for others. And mainstream media and media puppets of our intelligence services reinforce these smears, which are completely basis. And then I had to wage an anti-smear campaign to correct this information. I've been given false medical care countless times. I fought three attempts at corrupt psych staff trying to declare me mentally unfit, forcing me to spend thousands of dollars of money that you don't really have in this program to go through independent and accredited uh, psychoanalysts, etc., to verify that these are things that are happening to me and and not some delusion. I've been arrested on false charges and held on $100,000 bail, which was only an opportunity for law enforcement to instruct in-jail gangs to try to kill me per the guard's instructions. I then had to go to this pretend trial and beat these false charges, only to tarnish my record, making it unable for me to also gain just basic employment. The key like to keep you broke in this program. I've been stalked across state lines, and county lines, and daily within my own community where I live. And in a desperate attempt to silence or even possibly murder me, I was struck with a car to send a message to shut my mouth. Reasons others are told of these horrible things and abuses happened to me are just carefully planned out logical fallacies to pacify 
of which all have been debunked. And I have the receipts. I'm not invited to my own trial because I hold the receipts to facts. Now you can learn more about me personally, view these receipts, and see a light shine on how government silences those that it sees as a threat and those who blow the whistle on government corruption at knowstevenbeckman.com. That being said, let's move forward with this podcast episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that you know a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you and since the commercialization of the military industrial complex these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles so visit the website check out the resource that's COINTELPRO the number two ZERO.com hey how are you guys doing thanks for tuning into the podcast um, I'm sorry if I kind of meander a little bit during this podcast because um, I am still undergoing COINTELPRO 2.0 abuses and about I don't know 15 minutes ago I just ate some food that was uh, adulterated with some sort of something. And I don't know if it was um, um, some sort of pain med or if it was lithium or what. But they like to dose my food with shit constantly. So it's, it is what it is, dude. So I apologize if it seems like I meander a little bit. I recorded quite a few of these podcasts with this shit happening. And I just have to power through it because I... Um, I gotta make this stuff. I gotta have this stuff up because who knows? Who knows how long I'm gonna be here? Anyways, um, <clears throat> uh, today I want to talk about how um, when you have you the, the the possibility of having military people. <clears throat> let's say if like you know, what I'm saying you're blowing the whistle on something and the military gets involved, 
or if the federal government gets involved and you're leaking something or they think you're a suspected leaker or you a journalist and publish a story or whatever, um, sooner or later you're going to start having babysitters. And like I've said before, the babysitters like to cheat. The, like lots of these contracts, what happens is usually the federal government will come in or some intelligence agency personnel will come in and they'll usually like destroy your life first. First they'll hit you with the wrecking ball. And then after they're done, after the federal government, like the profession, like the professionals um, come in and throw a wrecking ball into your life, you know, setting up gang stalking groups, um, smears, etc. What they're going to do is then hand you over to usually contractors, usually. Um, here in San Diego, since it is the highest concentration of military personnel in the world, military contractors, former veterans, etc. In the world. You understand we have the largest military in the world. So in the world, that's saying a lot. You really have to understand this place is Mecca for um, that shit. But, um, so, it's kind of like these blurry, blurred lines all over the place of military personnel might be, if you're like in a military community, I'm saying specifically, though these blurred lines of who ends up babysitting with you, dealing with you, um, accessing your file, probably harassing you over the over the internet, harassing you in person, whatever, just because the, the U.S. military feels um, entitled to San Diego, and whatever happens here, they feel entitled to um, curate and decide who gets to stay here, who doesn't, etc. It's, it's what it, the way it is. Now, I'm going to... Um, Go ahead and do the same number system in the description of this podcast. But I'm going to do a little better. I'm going to say, go ahead and check number number one, number two. And I know in the description, since I've checked out all the podcast platforms, or at least the mainstream ones, have clickable links. So I'm going to be in the description, going to be labeling things number one, number two. Go ahead and click number one, number two. And make sh- and um, so you can have me in your ear listening to the podcast and then reviewing all my sources. So you understand when I'm telling you things, um, I have I have receipts for everything that I say. I don't just you need to understand that I don't pull I I don't tell you anything unless I have something to back up what I say. Because you believe it or not, um, a lot of corruption is out there in the open. It's just the pleasant version of things, meaning like. Um, You know, like I use the um, the metaphor for an atomic bomb, you know, or uh, the atomic energy. You can use it to make a bomb, or you can use it to power homes. Much of the systems now that are used and weaponized for COINTELPRO, believe it or not, I mean, many of them, not all of them, many of them, like I said, not all of them, but many, many of them, are already declassified. It's just they weaponize it. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, a hunting rifle can can hunt deer, but it can also, you know what I'm saying, kill people in a shopping center. Um, kind of theory, you know what I'm saying? Like, something that is powerful can be used for something constructive or can be weaponized. And usually the more constructive awareness of lots of these things are already out there in the public. 
you just, unless you've experienced how they've weaponized them against you, you don't know how they could use it to weaponize it against you. So I'll be using these links to illustrate a lot of those examples. To, so when I'm telling you things, I'm telling you the weaponized version of these things because they've happened to me and I've seen it in practice. And since not a lot of the practices are known um, of how it can be weaponized, because, I mean... You can use a knife to do so many things. You can use a gun to do so many things. You know what I'm saying? You never know how and what, what fashion. So I'm going to be describing that in links. But first and foremost, I keep telling you guys the highest concentration of military in the world. Um, go ahead and tap on link number one. Uh, where there, that is um, where that's where that's stated. It's also stated on Wikipedia, but I, you know, what I'm saying I don't want to use Wikipedia all all the time. I want to use other sources because it's always good to show that you have other sources and plus wikipedia can be um you know what i'm saying if i mention something on wikipedia that ends up damaging the reputation of the u.s government somebody can go in and just go and edit that away you know what i'm saying so <clears throat> anyways long story longer uh, so highest concentration of military in the world is number one if you want to get a um uh, understanding of what that that means, <clears throat> and um, believe it or not, that this article is from 2011. It's much higher now, um, especially after all the crazy shit that happened during the 2015-2016 uh, election. Um, I also, you know, keep telling you about, you know, in regards to um, uh, <clears throat> I keep telling you guys about. Yeah, you know, there's some guys uh, in the military along with some corrupt cops. I don't need to show you an example of corrupt cops. I've shown you a million. Of, um, but there were some lo local people uh, who were in the military who had NSA detail who um, who live here locally in San Diego who worked who teamed up with some local people in the law enforcement sector to try to shake me down of uh, money that they that I thought I had. And when they came up empty-handed, it kind of sparked more and more harassment. And then while they were harassing me, I couldn't think of why they were bothering me because they were sure I had money and I was sure I did not have it. So I thought they were fucking with me. So I started searching my mind for other things. And then I ended up blurting out this shit. I was like, and I just said it out loud to myself. And I said it like it was an inside joke to myself. And unfortunately, a third party was also watching this chaos happen, this local chaos. And they kind of revealed themselves literally the next day after I blurted this out. And it alerted them that I had seen, unfortunately, some somebody trying to blow the whistle on something way back in the early 2Ks. But I remember saying out loud, like, I wonder if it's about this blah, blah, blah shit. Um, you know, this JFK Jr. shit that I saw. And it was really weird. It wasn't like a guy, you know, um, it wasn't like a guy just making a crazy video. It was like some guy trying to leak this information. And, um, anyways, I end up saying that out loud and literally the next day, like, let's say this harassment was, I got a three, like pretty, pretty disturbing, but I could handle it. Literally the next day it was bananas. It was like cranked up to an 11 on a scale of one to 10. But you can click on number two to understand that there are so many people in gangs in the U.S. military, crime in the military is actually, believe it or not, there's more crime in the U.S. military, a higher concentration of crime in the U.S. military 
by soldiers, um, pers- active duty personnel, etc., than in the civilian world. And that's because these people get trained and taught techniques and how to get away with things, how to do things on behalf of the U.S. government, etc. And then once they understand how that works, as long as they're fighting, you know, as long as they're doing what they need to do, um, they can also get away with shit, you know what I'm saying, on the low low. And they've been trained to do it and how to do it. So you can go ahead and click on number two to already see that there's already an established um, group and network of gangs and um, and, or, and our organized crime within the U.S. military. Go ahead and click on that. That's number two. While you're listening to me, you can just kind of scroll through there. Um, and it, this is um, a source that shows you, lists you all the gang organized, like legitimate, huge organized crime um, that is represented in the U.S. military. That's number two. Um, and believe it or not, soldiers who actually commit, uh, participate in active, uh, who have been active duty soldiers are more likely to commit crimes as well. So if someone's been deployed ever, whether or not after they get deployed, they go into the private sector and they, um, you know, go work for, you know, an IT company or a private intelligence firm or whatever, you have no idea, like, these guys, um, because they're learned that they're allowed to get in, engage in lawlessness and they understand what that feels like, it's hard for them to turn it off when they come back to the States. And there is a much higher rate of soldiers who, especially ones that you know you would consider a war hero. And I'm not crapping on soldiers. I love the troops. I think a soldier, if he can go to war and come back and then not be a criminal, obviously, uh, I support that guy 100%. And there's so many people who have lost everything. You know what I'm saying? The use of their legs, their, you know, have gotten blown up, what have you, and then their lives have changed forever. Um, I 100% support the troops, but the ones that come back and are whole, etc., unfortunately, I mean, these are numbers. This is number three. You can tap on that. Um, most active duty soldiers are way, commit way higher levels of crime than do civilian populations. So even in your city, um, and that you would have local organized crime, etc. The rates of people who commit crimes in a civilian town is much lower than people who are actually soldiers. So it's when I'm saying this, you know, uh, because of where I live, etc. These are sources. I'm not just pulling these things out of my ass because people having a hard time, but you know, understanding. Like I'm saying, so wait, the 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 cops and active duty people in the, in the military community, whatever, or try to shake you down? Yes, unfortunately, yes, because I live in a city where it has the highest concentration of these people, and there's a higher concentration of people who are willing to, are, who are high risk takers and um, are willing to commit crimes. And that's number three, if you want that for a source. Um, number four, here's um, from the national, this is the national, the NIH public library, uh, they did a study, uh, a psychological study, to show that armed services overall, just not even people who have seen active duty, but armed services personnel overall are more likely to commit crimes. Because like I said, it's just, it's a culture where a lot of people get away with a lot of fucking shit on behalf of the U.S. government, but then they learn, but then they learn these systems, and then they come and they try to do that shit in the civilian world, or they try to abuse their access to things, and they try to commit crimes. And since there's Pretty much no oversight, meaning there, it's not like with the police, even though police oversight is bullshit, right? We have the internal affairs, which is supposed to be the police for the police. 
There's nothing really that really exists that's very vigilant um, for military, military contractors, etc. And so this, so yes, you have to understand crime, even even more so than in, by people in the military exists than people in the civilian world. It would have been less likely for um, like members of local crime syndicates or whatever to engage in this shit than the active mil, uh, active military personnel that currently are everywhere here in San Diego. And plus, do you have to also understand, not only is the highest concentration of active duty, but a lot of these guys, when their contract is up, they go to work for many of the companies all around here because they have a level one security clearance, which allows them to essentially have a job in the private uh, intelligence sector because they at least have clearance. You understand? And that's really all you need to get your foot in this game. Um, and you need also need to understand a lot of these private contra uh, military contractors and government contractors who do work on behalf of the federal government or whatever, they employ all sorts of people, not just people in the military. Like, um, <clears throat> if you click on number five, it's a video clip where you learn that companies like Blackwater and many of these other, these, um, private government contractors, they don't employ just military. They employ former, um, police officers, fe uh, law enforcement, federal, uh, fe uh, um, former federal agents, and they go to the private sector because they make so much more money. The reason why they make so much more money is because the government likes employing people who have a high degree of plausible deniability. So when people act up and they say, hey, we need you to like go and fucking shoot up this town, or what, like in Blackwater's case, we need you to send a message and have these people fucking back off or whatever, but we can't be seen doing this. And so Blackwater goes in and fucking does that shit. Most likely why they got pardoned, because they did a solid for the military, and, um, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, they took the heat, but they did what they were told to do, essentially. <clears throat> so they're allowed to, you know what I'm saying, that's what the government uses, third parties. And when even when military contractors can't be seen doing shit, right, when it's really off the chain, that's when you have these military contractors um, hiring out organized crime. And the relationship between organized crime and the military industrial community here in San Diego and the military and the uh, and the private intelligence community here in San Diego is like hand in glove, bro. You just really have no clue. Nothing happens here uh, unless the U.S. military allows it. The, mil the military runs San Diego. It is their bitch. You understand? And like, so the same way that the U.S. government goes in and commits coups of government, etc. I mean, on a much smaller scale, they will literally infiltrate the cities, the city governments, um, etc. of the cities that surround many U U.S. military bases, because the, the U.S. military feels like it needs to own its own space, but it'll do it in a clandestine way by controlling who's part of city government. They'll control who the sheriff is, um, all sorts of things, because they also know that there's quite a few industries that deal with the military, and those people live around the military. And if one of those people acts up, leaks information or whatever, they can then sweep these people under the rug and make it look like nothing happened. Heart attacks, um, accidental car accidents. Oh, I guess he just walked in front of a train, or I guess a cliff fell on fell on this one uh, fell on some lady. What a weird thing! That literally happened here. And then they have many of their people. <clears throat> The same way Blackwater has many of their uh, many law enforcement, etc. But they use the same tactics when they infiltrate 
you know, small banana republics and stuff like that. They do that here. They control the city governments. They control what happens in law enforcement community at the high levels. And it's um, <clears throat> on a need-to-know basis, depending on how much you do for the U.S. military here in San Diego. But yeah, go ahead and click on that number five. You understand that these private security firms, etc., they get people from all walks of life. And sometimes what they'll do is they'll recruit law enforcement and then law enforcement will still keep their job. They'll just be an inside guy for a lot of these military contractors that work closely with the government here in San Diego or in any uh, military-based city or community. But, you know what I'm saying, a lot of these guys, they'll go to work for Blackwater, law enforcement, whatever, and then they'll go back to their job. They'll get recruited, and then we need you to be our inside guy. They make money on the side. They, you know, they'll all sorts of shit. But what I wanted, I wanted to lay that groundwork because what I'm gonna tell you next, so you have an understanding that yes, lots of criminal shit happens in 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 the um in the U.S. military, in the private sector. But after the professional, like I said, usually what they do when they put you through COINTELPRO is the first they'll smash your fucking life to pieces. They'll smear you. They'll ruin your health. They'll ruin your family, your, your, your life. You know what I'm saying? They'll break up your fucking family. You're, no one will trust each other in the family. They'll, get, they'll, they'll lure your best friends to commit crimes. They'll get a bunch of people that you knew growing up to help them. They'll encourage them and enable them to commit felonies. You have to understand, it, it is easy to do these things for these people. They're professionally trained in behavioral psychology, and they know how to manipulate you. Just like when we found out those guys who tried to... Remember the guys who supposedly all tried to kidnap and kill the Minnesota governor or whatever? And then we found out of the 14 of them, 12 were all FBI informants. They were all basically working for the FBI, um, trying to entrap two people. So they did this huge production because these guys need to legitimize their budgets, etc. But they entrapped these guys. And then they've even gone on the record saying, like, we had no intention of doing any of this shit. But then, like, we got all riled up, and then all these other people were encouraging us, and they were telling us all this other crazy things, and we seem like, you know what I'm saying, the universe was talking to us, etc. You have no idea. When you use behavioral psychology to manipulate people, um, they're like clay. Because remember the remember I taught you before the previous the six scientific methods of persuasion. There are six scientific meaning you can repeat these over and over and expect the same results. Six factors. It all takes mastering six. Can you master six things? Master six factors of how to influence a person's decisions and how to manipulate them, etc. And then you can basically steer them to do whatever. Um. Everyone likes to think that they're a snowflake, but we're not. We're these easily manipulable little things, and we're easily hacked. And, you know, it's a perfected process. And it's nothing that you are trained in any way to resist, especially the common, some common person who's been through, you know, whatever, high school or you know, college or whatever. So there's nothing that's going to train you to resist this kind of manipulation. Um, so just understand that. So there's rife, there's rife um, corruption within the military-industrial complex. And even though they have laws to protect people, even people that they consider a threat, because there's something called the... Um, what is it called? It's called the... Uh, what 
called the disposition matrix. I forgot. Uh, it used to be called the U.S. kill list. But now it's called the disposition matrix. And when you become what they consider an enemy of the state, by the way, you should probably go and watch that Will Smith movie. Isn't it crazy how that movie came out? I think in the late 90s. And now everything about that movie is 100% true. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy how form follows function. But um, there's this thing called the disposition matrix. And it is, it wrote, it's what replaced the kill list. And basically, there's now, it's like a spectrum. Um, it's, you know, of concern of the government, you know, of concern of the government, then it, then then you go up a higher rating, you might be a level two, and you're like, surveillance-worthy concern of the government. Number three is, you know, um, harassment, uh, qualifies for harassment and behavioral modification because they think you might be a radical. And we've learned already that that um, list of qualifications should be considered a radical is very low. I've already listed that off over and over, but the Department of Homeland Security is bullshit qualifications for considering you a domestic terrorist. Um, then it'll go up to, you know, I'm saying high infiltration and, you know, um, manipulation and suppression of a target, and then it might just go up to kill. But now it's a spectrum. Before, the kill list was just, hey, these people are on this list, you gotta fucking kill them some way. But now it's a spectrum. Now it's like, okay, well, we're not gonna kill these people, but we will, you know, fuck with their lives, scare the shit out of them, break up their lot, you know, break up them and their family and ruin their fucking existence, whatever, because they're a threat to U.S. They consider you a threat to U.S. government. In reality, this whole police state was constructed to protect the elite. It wasn't, it wasn't created to protect us from, you know, terrorism. We all know that the war on terror is bullshit by now, but too little too late, we gave them all the power and they're not going to give it back. They just actually... Uh, re-voted on the Patriot Act. Um, well, now they call it the National Security Act or something like that. They just re-voted that shit in. So we're, you know what I'm saying? Those Patriot Act powers just keep going and going and going. So you need to understand, like, what world you live in. But, anyways, I wanted to lay the groundwork because you need to understand corruption is rife in this space. And especially around cities, especially in major cities that are around U.S. bases. There's a whole community of people, etc., with the attitudes towards committing crimes, uh, making a little money on the side, abusing their access for things. Um, in fact, I'm going to make that number seven right now as we're talking. Um, number seven. Sorry, I'm making my notes as I talk to you. Sorry, I had to do a little editing there on the notes. So yeah, these guys, they they go overboard. They have a bunch of access, and there's no oversight. There's no policing of these people. They don't care about you. They've been taught how to break the law. There's nobody to check if they're breaking the law, and they're going to abuse these things. Um, understand that my situation did not pop off until people started breaking the law. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, then, then I became a criminal. You understand? Never until... These motherfuckers tried to shake me down. And then they ended up finding out that, you know, I had access to something else. And then these same criminal people were like, oh, how can we use this? And before that could even happen, there's a third party that came in and absolutely just stomped all over my fucking life. But um, these guys are highly, they're high, there's a higher rate of criminality in people um, from this world. And I'm not saying that because 
I want to talk shit on it. It's because the data says that. These are me quoting sources. I can tell you from my personal experience, but the data doesn't lie. So I can sit there and tell you, oh, this is my experience. You'd be like, oh, well, that's a very pigeonholed opinion. Well, no, the data says that. So I'm also telling you, yes, it's higher, higher likely that this criminality, more criminal behavior comes from people who serve in the U.S. military. Um, they're highly, higher likely to be corrupted. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's its own little world. Um, there are a million heroes that come out of it. But then the people who already would be statistically um, inclined to commit crime, now they're professionally trained how to commit crime and there's also no oversight and so that's why there are higher rates of crime i'm not saying there isn't heroes and i i mean i mean i don't think i think i've come out a million times on things like wounded warrior projects etc like i would not even be able to sit here and talk on my phone made by slaves pretty much um to tell you things unless i lived in a country that people fought and died for me to have these freedoms that i that I, I just, I use every day and I, you know, wouldn't think twice that it's not normal. But I wanted to lay the groundwork for that. And we'll hear, here's number, number six. And that's going to take you to a Wired Magazine article where many examples of people just with, who have NSA detail, um, who regularly break it to do very creepy and sadistic and weird criminal things that they've normalized and the reason why this is it's so ubiquitous especially in this article you're like oh my gosh look at all these examples and this is an old article from like 2013 um and that's just 2013 numbers and examples etc you have to understand only a very small percentage of crimes ever get reported um but i mean that was just from back then but you have to understand it's a culture it's a culture that they all protect each other. You think that the police protect the, protect their own when they commit crimes? People from the military industrial space, military intelligence community, even signals intelligence, people who have NSA detail, um, they commit crimes regularly just because they have access. And they're a lot, And there's this whole culture of bullshit where they all bullshit each other. And they tell themselves they're the heroes at the end of the day and they're not criminals and they do things because they had a reason. And also all the, all the same kind of shit that Corrupt cops tell themselves when they fucking unload an entire clip on on somebody over like a fucking, you know, a speeding ticket or some shit. Like all that bullshit. Like it's even more exponential in the intelligence, signals intelligence, and the military community. Um, and they believe that they're heroes too, while they're committing these crimes. And um, because they've learned to position themselves. But their number six is a great example, and that's just from 2013. Like understand that's. Literally 10 years, that's a decade ago. How much more? You know what I'm saying? You have to understand, they push us so far, but there's the same culture of criminality that protects criminal cops, like um, Derek Chauvin, the night that he committed, that he basically murdered that man in front of everybody. Um, and just was like, oh, I guess that's, I'm calling it a day, I guess. Uh, cops from every department or in the state came and made a literal human wall, three cops deep, Okay, so think of a wall with people standing side by side, arm, arm to arm, around his home. And those are, they have bigger houses out there in the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? Bigger areas of land there, too. Three of those, but a wall three people deep doing that, protecting his home. So Derek Chauvin, after he murdered a man, can sleep good. They could, they, what happens is when cops and people, especially in the intelligence community or military community, when those people commit crimes, 
just like in that case with Derek Chauvin, is even in the military community, those people form a cocoon. They just protect their own, just by default. They don't know if they're a criminal or not. They'll let them tell the story. They'll believe their people over, over the victim of the crime any day. And they, what they do is they form a cocoon around these people. You understand? And you think people from law enforcement um, protecting their own, especially if they you know, use vice cops, like in Stephen Lawrence's case, where they have vice cops go out and they're trying to figure out how they can smear the family in Stephen Lawrence's case. Um, but when you have people from the military protecting their own, you have people who are trained in this, some of the scariest fucking skill sets imaginable. Terrifying shit. And those people are forming a cocoon around their people by default, blind, just blindly, you know what I'm saying, blindly. And these are people with, you know, high degrees of training in manipulation, um, combat, um, methods of assassination, poisoning, um, you know, psyops, etc. These people with these talents are just like with police now in our, in our new police state will form that same kind of cocoon, but with massively more access, more skills, etc. So you really have to understand when I say these things, this is what I'm up against and why it's been a fucking nightmare because of the unique geography and the unique environment of criminality here in San Diego because of the area. But I also wanted to lay groundwork so you understand oh, this is how this is getting corrupted. And if I'm a journalist who likes to hit hard, I mean, Miami Herald, New York, uh, New York Times, fucking, you know, there are so many hard-hitting journalist outlets. If you were thinking about hitting hard in the government, you need to understand you guys need prepared for these kind of tactics. And then, if, especially if you post a story, what have you, um, they understand that, you know, people how people are trained now to be subdued by so much information always. The biggest story, like if a story, a lot of the stories that hit now, they hit in the 90s, we wouldn't stop talking about it. would be the biggest thing ever. But now an am amazing story will happen. And in three days, it's over. Remember when the Panama Papers came out? It showed how all the elites were stealing money from us and hiding it from us. In like three days, it was over. Oh, three days. Three days. Three fucking days. The smoking gun of the century, essentially. Three days. It was over with. So they understand that. So what they do is after you publish or whatever, they'll wait. They'll wait a little while where people don't care anymore. And then they'll come and destroy your fucking life. And then it's going to be real hard for you to gain that momentum after you publish, etc. Or if you're a whistleblower or you know a leaker or whatever. We're going to use these things on you. And there's a high... There's a rules, right? We're like, oh, well, the U.S. government can't fucking kill me. Well, they can't, but their contractors can. And I'm going to de demonstrate one of the ways that they try to cover up their crimes. Now they laid all that groundwork for you. So, we all know about the Chinese balloon, right? The Chinese balloon that was floating all, it was the talk of the whole nation for the past, you know, four or five days. Because that's why they kept it up there, by the way. They were riling up anti-Chinese sentiment to make the public more aware that the Chinese is actively conducting spy operations, psyops, etc. I mean, if you have TikTok on your phone, just fucking delete it. If you got kids with TikTok, fucking have them fucking delete that shit. There is so there is so many more apps. I mean, literally, Instagram is turning into fucking TikTok. Delete that shit off their phone. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
believe it or not. Like, just fucking delete it. Was there life before TikTok? Okay, well, fucking delete it. Then do the same shit over... Oh, YouTube has YouTube shorts. I mean... Are we really going to just let the U.S. military just sit here and be like, well, because of, you know, laws, we can't, you know, um, technically make them leave the United States or whatever. They were going to force the sale. Remember, Trump tried to force the sale of TikTok to Walmart and Sun Microsystems. They were going to buy it together. But then they got reversed. I don't know what the fuck happened. But justice was going to be done under the law. But I don't fucking something happened. I don't know what the fuck happened. But yeah, if you got TikTok, you can fucking delete that shit. That is 100% PSYOP spyware. It is, yes, U.S. companies track your data, and there is something called surveillance capitalism, but that's a country that, do you know what I'm saying? I don't say they have your personal interests in mind, but they're not trying to take over your shit. Like, do you see how what happens when the United States takes over other countries? What happens? So, like, you need to understand, they're only collecting this information so they could try to, you know, win in this new Cold War 2.0, PSYOPs, etc. They're trying to learn about American cultures on a granular level by by district, by zip code, etc. to run PSYOPs. And under the law, they can just pay for all sorts of PSYOPs, and etc. And this TikTok software, bro, just delete that shit off your phone. But they left that balloon up because they wanted to... They're trying to send a message. They're trying to let. They're trying to get the conversation going to, for people to understand. Look, China is just. They just. They. They just want to run shit. They think they're the, the next. Um. They think they're the next superpower, and they. They believe it. They fucking believe that shit. They believe it. They believe it. They believe it like water is wet. They believe it like the earth is round. They believe it like the sky is blue. They believe they're next in line, and we're over. China won. And we did, it's just taken us a while to figure that out, basically. So that's why they feel comfortable floating balloons over Latin America, floating balloons over the United States, over our nuclear sites and shit. That's why they feel comfortable. They don't care. But anyways, so you were aware of the Chinese spy balloon. Um, oh, yeah, and by the way, the reason... Yeah, they, I want to just touch on it one more time. About the spy balloon itself. The U.S. left it up there on purpose. And they can say, they tell everyone because they don't want to shoot down because it might fall on people. Yeah, but there was a lot of open land. Like, that wasn't, they want, because they know too many U.S. Americans love TikTok. You can't say, hey, delete TikTok. China is trying to, China's trying to fuck us. They, they're, they're spying on us. So they had to use something else since we already had, since Americans, because like I said, it's all about, Behavioral psyops about behavioral manipulation. Since they understood they could not fight the battle because too many people love TikTok. They fucking love... I, that shit is off my phone. That shit is deleted. I fucking love that shit too. I was addicted to TikTok. And then I was just like, ah, shit, I need to delete this shit. Just, you have to understand, like, it's like recycling. Do your fucking part. Delete TikTok. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what you should be doing. Do your part. Delete TikTok. But they left it up there because... There's too much pro and too many good feelings and emotions associated with TikTok. So they had to get our attention another way. So they left that shit up there. First, they told us it was there because they've probably been flying them from what I'm understanding since the Trump administration. But we didn't have such... TikTok was just starting to come up and, and our social media um, platforms thought maybe they can just do like what Instagram does and they just copy a feature, some emerging platform is using and all of a sudden that one dies and then 
Instagram is still here. You know what I'm saying? That's literally, they thought they could defeat it, but they couldn't. So, and it's already taken hold. And so how do they get our attention? If they left that shit up, they told us it was there. They, they left it up. They let the meat, like nothing goes on the news unless it's, nothing stays on the news unless, you know, that's Mockingbird Media. Unless the CIA wants us to see it. Unless the U.S. government wants us to see it. Um, that's an establishment narrative platform. So they were trying to drum up an understanding on a national level. Look, these motherfuckers are spying on us. And they just are comfortable doing it. And so they needed to put that in their head. And since too many people, especially grown adults, have these good feelings associated with TikTok, that's a, lose, that's a battle you can't win. So what you do is it's called a pivot. You change the conversation. You bring in a new example. So that's what they were doing. They're going to tell you that's because, you know, oh, they don't want to fall over cornfield. No, I don't give a shit about that. They wanted us to wake up. They were trying to wake us the fuck up to that. Um, I mean, obviously, the military industrial complex loves war. So they were all for it. They were like, yeah, 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 yeah. The balloon. Yeah, look at that balloon. So they're all drooling about it. But in the same time, in the same context, China is fucking spying on us. And they, they do think that they're the next number one. They think by 2035, they're going to be the number one uh, running shit. Um, in fact, I was just hearing on the David Knight show, and um, I actually pulled up an article that um, because of the heavy sanctions that we put on so many of our enemies, the Western world, Russia and China and Iran and North Korea are now building their own instant high-yield payment system for international goods, and luxury goods, etc., things that they're not allowed to have between those three countries. They're going to start their own side economy. It's going to be the Western world versus the Eastern world. And they're already setting up their payment systems for international trade. They just set it up with Iran. Um, Russia did. They have, it's what we on the U.S. side, we call it swift payment. You know, when we go and trade, etc. We base, you know, how the world, the U.S. dollar is the world reserve currency. They're going to set up their own shit. Probably going to be backed by the China, um, uh, China. What do they call them? Yen or yuan? I think it is. But it's going to be China, Russia. These are large nations. Uh, Iran, North Korea. Um, you know, and all of our other enemies are going to now be on this other Eastern world payment system. Uh, they really do think that they're making moves already to bump us from number one. And you may not think that's a big deal, but the reason why we have all this great shit, the reason why literally the United States is so nerfed, is basically Disneyland. On you know, If you've ever been to a third world country, I mean, I've been to Mexico to build homes for the most poorest people ever. Like, we have it so good here. You just have no fucking clue. But they're already starting to shift that. So they need to wake up the world. So that's why they left the balloon. Yes, the, the, the war hawks were wringing their hands because they understand this means money. And a possible war with China would mean money for all the elite. Um, they're, nothing's going to happen to them. They're going to send a bunch of poor people to go fight for them. You know? But regardless, as a nation, we should, be, we should understand. And that's why the U.S. left that balloon up. Yes, it's to draw, yes it's, you know, the war hawks are wringing their hands. But at the same time, they left that shit up because they were trying to communicate to us because we're too distracted. Oh, no, we're not going to be TikTok. I love it. Dances, etc. 
we're too brainwashed by it now. We don't we don't see the danger. But we saw the danger finally. That's why they left it up. They're sending a message. And you have to to a bunch of sheep you have to get their attention. Do you know what I'm saying? We're asleep. They had to they had to wake us up to that. Not that there isn't dual um, incentive for you know corrupt people and for our nation national security as a whole. But anyway, so those balloons. Those balloons. We have our own balloons. Um, and we have those um, greenlit to be hoisted up, uh, usually in military installations. And our balloons, believe it or not, we don't have free-floating balloons like China does. Ours are tethered, and we use them to surveil civilians. The government uses to surveil the people. So what they do is, you know, there's many no-fly zones over military bases, etc., and so what they do is they send up these giant balloons, and that is um, number seven. These these are the blimps. You can click on the link number seven in the description and see what these balloons look like. Ours look a little more like a, 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 a cartoon version of a dirigible, what you would know as an old-school airship, but they're not filled with, um, I think it was hydrogen, right, back in the day? Or what have you? I think the, they're they're filled with helium, and um, these big balloons they get sent up. But what they do is they strap them to cables, and these cables, it's so they don't fly away because they have a lot of high-end tech on this on these balloons. They have an assortment of intelligence gathering stuff. Um, it also um, allows that it also allows them to point cameras down at us. And these cameras, they stay, they, those things stay aloft for days, weeks at a time before, you know, it'll come down and then another one will go up in its place. And, but they tether them down here. And we most likely have them here um, strapped to the ground in most of our military bases, looking down at the city as a whole. But that's what these balloons look like. And then if you click on number eight, click on number eight in the description, You'll understand one of the payloads, a common payload that they put on this, this thing called the Argus, aka the God's Eye. And basically it's the it's a large surveillance camera array with a whole bunch, like thousands of, basically, you know how all these new cell phones, they have these new camera lenses that can zoom, etc. Uh, well, these are, I don't know, 10 to 15 years ahead of what's on your cell phone, but they have them in a large array, and they're all pointing down at the ground, and they can surveil basically, like, 50 miles at a time. In real time, they just have this camera looking down, and they can see birds, they can see people, um, in some cases, they can see, read license plates, etc., but this large array is recording everything. It's recording terabytes and terabytes of data, and it's a way to surveil everything, while um, not having to pay for a lar like an extensive camera network. It's a low-cost way of watching everything that happens on the ground, every car movement. So, so what they can do is then they can, like let's say, you know what I'm saying, because they have all this data recorded, and they just literally they just record what happens throughout the day, all day, every day, on these balloons and these cameras in real time, and they have them pointing down on us right now, especially here in San Diego, there, um, there has to be, there also has to be probably one tethered on some military installation, that because we have a military base, 
like the Marine Corps up at the top. We have a Marine Corps air base in the middle of San Diego, and then we have a naval base down towards by closer to the border. I guarantee you they have one of these balloons tethered up, pointed out down on uh, Tijuana, believe it or not. Um, just to surveil everything that happens, but they just they just see everything. You sh and click on that um, number eight it's for the God, God's Eye the Argus. So you get to learn all about it, and that's the declassified shit, not the more advanced stuff. And that's an older video when that first came out, but that was a DARPA project. Wow! And um, so we have these blimps, just like the China blimp, but ours are tethered, and they're used to surveil us. China is interested in our nuclear silos. Right, because it wants to see, you know, what they're up against. Essentially, if you look at the path of that balloon, it went over all of our nuclear silos. Um, but we have these balloons, and they used to surveil U.S. citizens in practically real time. And they use it with this thing called the God's Eye or the Argus. And that's um, number eight. Click on number eight. Now, I want you also to learn about, if you click on number nine, here's a story, and I actually did this on our morning news. I featured this kind of stuff on our morning news, and so, you know, you should keep up with the morning news. I know I told you guys, like, basically, these, these fucking assholes, they are filling my newsreaders, etc., what I use to curate the daily news so I can figure out, like, what are the important stories that's not being reported? Um, what are the, what's the underreported news that is going to affect you know, working class, blue collar worker, white collar working people. And that's the stories I put out. It's not bullshit news that they want to distract you with. It's news that's going to affect your life somehow. Your life. Person listening right now. Stuff that actually affects you. Wouldn't you rather watch news that, about stuff that affects your life than whatever? But they've been flooding my feeds with lots of fluff now that they understand. They just don't want me to have a platform. Um... So basically, that's why they're doing it. So now it's like there's no there's no news. It's just like a bunch of bullshit. It's stuff that doesn't. They, it's now they understand what my flavor is, right? Now they're using a filter bubble to keep that shit out of my newsfeed. So I don't. So I can't create the morning news because there's not because it takes me literally three four hours, and it takes me forever to literally. I'm like panning for gold of things that you should know about, but that the government doesn't want you to pay attention to. They want you to pay attention to the bullshit. So what they've been doing is they're now filter bubbling my news readers, my news feeds, etc. So I don't see this shit. It's just bullshit. So now the value and what I provide now I don't have a value. And I don't know if you know anything about the um, economy, the economics of you know growing a media platform. But the only reason why people will follow you is because there's some sort of value to what you're doing. And if you don't provide a value, people don't care, and they're not going to follow you. They're not going to follow you just because I think you're a great guy. You know what I'm saying? You have to provide a value. You know what I'm saying? Like, you follow, and for news, it's what are you getting? What is the value out of the news that you're getting? So if I can't present a value to my followers, then I don't have any more followers. Do you understand how that game works? So they've been doing that. They've been filter bubbling, bubbling the shit out of everything, all my news feeds. So that's why. But anyways, here's a story that before I started getting filter bubbles of this, the the New York Post did the, uh, well, here's the New York Post's coverage of it, and that's um, number nine. Yeah, number nine, if you click on number one, nine. It's the software that a military, uh, an Israeli military uh, contractor created, and they're selling it to the U.S. military. They're selling it to 
law enforcement agencies here, etc. It allows them to, in real time, edit footage while, you know, if uh, uh, of whatever. And the software allows them to tap into any surveillance cameras. So any surveillance cameras that, let's say you own a business, you have CCTV. But you also, you know, want to watch your business when you're not there and see your employees. If it's at all wired to the internet in any way, the software allows them to dive into it and just watch everything that's going on. So if you move from one store to another store, even though it's two different business owners and you think you're the only one getting into that shit, the software is like uh, a skeleton key and allows you to get into any camera system. So if they are watching someone, let's say somebody who's a whistleblower or a leaker, somebody who knows something they shouldn't, or um, you know a journalist that's being a pain in the ass, they will watch you from place to place to place. Yes, there are data brokers. Yes, many large stores, large um, big box stores provide this data for free because they sell it to data brokers. Because if you're on their property, they can do whatever the fuck they want. So you and you learn that from and what they do with that sh- that data from the movie 2030 Vision Corporate Coup, which I have a link to also in the description. Of this of this podcast, um, I encourage you to watch it. I know it pops up to Odyssey, but you have to understand YouTube is being it's being weird. Some people are saying that they are not allowed to listen to, not allowed to watch the video because their country doesn't allow it. They're getting those kind of messages, even though I uploaded it in the United States. Most of my audience is from the United States, you know, with some trickle over in Australia and the UK and Canada. But um, most of my audience in the United States, a lot of people saying, like, we can't watch it. They say, I'm not allowed to watch it in this country. Some people say that um, it's a restricted video. And some people just, they say it just, um, the, the loading sign just keeps, they say that the video has been age-restricted. But when they try to load it, it's just, the circle just keeps spinning. The video never loads. So they're doing all sorts of weird, fucky shit. Uh, so I have this link, and it's going to go to Odyssey. Odyssey is basically a platform that allows you to upload whatever, and they don't, they're not here to suppress you, they're not run by the U.S. government, um, they don't have ties, that platform doesn't have ties to intelligence agencies, but Odyssey, so it's going to take a hot minute because Odyssey servers aren't, you know, YouTube servers, but it'll take, a, you know, 30 seconds or sometimes, sometimes 5, 10 seconds to pre-buffer the video, but if you click on the link, you'll go, you'll be able to watch the movie. Also on our website, meshnews.org. M-E-S-H, news.org. I have a breakdown where I break down the movie in sections, because I know it's a three-hour movie, but I also have the companion podcast right next to the video clip. So you can, you know, watch the movie first, and then listen to the companion podcast afterwards, because it's like director's notes, and it gives you, and I give you, and I do a deep dive on it. I got like, a, I mean, those episodes did great on just the podcast, the viewers. Um, but what you can do is, mute the audio for the video and then listen to, you know, or, uh, um, um, the, po- the companion podcast, if you like as well to get like a deeper dive in each one of those sections. But I made that and I set up the page to do that. I'm sorry. I make these cell phone. I make these web pages. I make all this shit from a cell phone. You understand? So I apologize that the CSS formatting is off or what have you. There's not a large degree of control like you would have on a um, desktop publishing. But yeah, go ahead and check that out. But you learn a whole lot more about that, what I'm talking about. About, you know, data brokers and how surveillance capitalism, etc. is basically the new creepy thing that the U.S. government is doing. Um, I'm getting an audience of watchers.
like I said, man, I'm still under the stocking shit, but they'd be absolutely enamored when I do these little podcasts because they're, like I said, there are two groups of people. There's the people getting paid, and then there's just like a bunch of dumb townies who have too much free time. I got a bunch of weirdo townies now watching me like it's their fucking job. It's the middle of the day. They should be at a job. That's the sad part. No one's talking about. Uh, I need to plug in a power cord. Where are you? Pause this podcast. I know I'm listening. Boom, there it is. There you are. Oh. Yeah, I'm pause this. Two seconds. Anyways, so, um, yeah, you got power. So, I just want to, because now we're going to go into what this podcast was about, but I wanted to lay this foundation because I want to give you context for everything I'm saying. So, San Diego, highest concentration of military in the world, but also, also think about places that have military bases around there. There are gangs in the military. There's organized crime in the military. Number three, you learned that, you know, any soldier that's seen active duty combat is way more likely to commit crimes than they go civilian life. Um, number four is a behavioral health study published by literally the U.S. government showing that armed services personnel overall are more likely to commit crimes than normal people. Um, number five, you learned about uh, military contractors and how that world works and how a lot of people who work for a lot of these private contractors that after the U.S. government, especially when you go into the COINTELPRO, after the U.S. government comes in and they have their literal people come and fucking burn your life down, then they hand you over to babysitters and watchers, etc. Um, and these people um, end up watching you. And a lot of these people are from the military world, etc. And when there is no checks and balances, these people commit massive crimes. Um, because they were allowed to do that. And as long as, you know, at the end of the day, they're helping Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam looks the other way. Or they, you know, only have them serve a little bit of jail time and then they make sure they, they get pardoned and stuff like that. Um, but it's not just, it's former law enforcement, it's former cops, it's former federal employees, etc. They go to work for these military contractors. You learned that with number five. Number six, you learned about how the culture is rife within people who have NSA detail. Um, of corruption, um, same thing. People who work at, in, at FBI fusion centers, etc. The same kind of over access, abusing their access, using their access for criminal activities, and that story was just from 2013. Think about what it's been like over the decade. Um, and then we learned about homeland security blimps and what those look like. And then I taught you about the God's Eye, the Argus God's Eye. Now we're talking about this real-time footage software by an Israeli defense firm that allows police, uh, federal law enforcement, government contractors are beginning a contract to watch you, right? If you are in this program for whatever reason you're in it. Um, and even the military to edit footage in real time of what's happening for what they call for, you know, ongoing investigations or whatever their, their legalese bullshit word is for, um, I'm doing bad things, but I want to pretend that I'm the good guy, you know, 
well, it's part of an ongoing investigation. Not bullshit. You just don't want us to see your what what happened because you're going to go to jail. I, I love that, though. It's part of an ongoing investigation. Nah, bitch. It's always going to be ongoing. That case will never close because then, then the public gets to see what happened. Um, but so they can use this footage. If you look at this number nine in the description, they can use this software that's made by an Israeli defense firm to edit surveillance footage in real time. And believe it or not, these capabilities have existed for a long time. You remember the movie for Denzel Washington? Goddamn Denzel Washington. That dude is the goat, isn't he? But Denzel Washington did the, remade the Manchurian Candidate. And in the Manchurian Candidate, at the very end, you see them editing the surveillance footage to show that it wasn't Denzel Washington. It was like a white guy who came in and shot that person or whatever. And that was like a little more movie way of describing the concept to the audience who don't have a lot of background in um, the surveillance state. But essentially, that's what it can do. But in real time, it can... It can... Um, if they have an agent that comes into a business or whatever to watch somebody, what they can do is basically delete that guy from the video. The real-time footage, they can delete him. What they'll do is, like you've seen in many Mission Impossible things, where they'll record on a loop... A section of the, you know, a section of the room or whatever that's being filmed, where there's nothing going on, it shows like it's an empty room, and they will overlay it over the video. So what they'll do though, in real time, is they'll overlay that, um, you know, footage of where there was nobody, and they'll mask out that person in real time. If one of their agents comes into a building to follow you around, etc., that's what the software can do. It can edit the footage of you in real time. Um, they can hack into the server of the footage that you have. Let's say you have a hard disk where you're keeping copies of your, of, let's say something happened in your store or establishment or your house or whatever. They can go into the hard drives or whatever and edit and replace that footage, um, etc. But this same software, and it allows them to do it without a trace, the same software can be implemented when the U.S. government or their contractors are watching you. And so they can participate in criminal fucking activity. Hardcore criminal shit can happen, right? Um, hardcore criminal shit can happen. These contractors can do some fucked up shit to you. They can do shit to you in your sleep. They can break into your home. They can poison your food. Because remember I tell you, these contractors, they love to, when they understand that the contract is going to be up, they like to time your death a little bit afterwards and like to cash out illegal life insurance policies on lots of people that end up on these lists because the U.S. government doesn't care and they're legitimizing the, the, the security state. And so they use this footage to mask out and block if they've been into your home to poison your food, etc. If they have eyes on you, right? Because the U.S. government's not allowed to kill you and the U.S. government wants to maintain a log of what happened. But how do they get around this? They use this software to show that nothing ever happened. And this is also crucial because when you're being gang stalked or what have you, if you're doing shit like this, this software can go in and let's say you're like, oh, I got assaulted by these people or these people came and blasted me with this radiation shit or whatever. The people can just be like, I don't see that on the video. You know, and you can subpoena people for copies of the video and it won't be there, etc. It can edit the video in real time. So what this allows is the military police state to come in and do horrible shit to you, especially the contractors who are all just trying to get money. So they're going to get paid way too much money to babysit you who is not a threat or you are just being a fucking patriot, right? 
And then they can do all sorts of fucked up shit to you to try to induce your death so they can cash out on something when the contract is is going to be up. After the U.S. government, after they're done destroying your life, they hand you over to babysitters. These guys are all fucking criminals. And there's a higher degree of criminality in the military industrial space of, of active duty soldiers and former soldiers. You understand? And they protect their own. And they're going to do a bunch of fucked up shit to you, whether you're a journalist, a whistleblower. If you got on this list somehow because you fucking homeschool your kids. Remember when I was going over that list on how crazy it is on how the Department of Homeland Security can put you on this list where you can qualify for this kind of abuse? But if you look at number nine on the links, um, there's a software that allows them to edit the footage. So even if something bad happens to you and you have proof of it and it's from a third party that you've... Uh, that somehow was bear witness to it or their business bear witness to it or whatever. They can just go in and edit that shit like it never happened. So you have no fucking case. There is absolutely no oversight for what happens. And they know how to game the system. They game it from the start. And when they do get caught doing shit, uh, they will cocoon their people. And these people have a myriad of different skill sets that go way beyond law enforcement or whatever. If they get caught doing corrupt shit, Like trying to, they were just paid to babysit you, but they think you're a chump and they're going to try to slowly kill your ass and collect a life insurance policy um, after their babysitting contract is up. And they will use these tools to do that shit. I'm trying to tell you, this is the reality of it. So you have to understand there's also going to be corruption involved in your just being observed. Do you know what I'm saying? If these people think they can get away with it, and this is a, this is a culture that it's just, it's, it's. It's epidemic. It, it, it's it's epidemic ep- within within the military industrial complex, within this military security state, uh, within the 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 new police state ushered in by the U.S. Patriot Act and all of the and the agencies that were developed from it and all the access they have. They have all these tools to cover their ass. So even if they do commit crimes to make more money, or just because while they're babysitting you, they became emotionally attached to you being aware that they're there and. Like in my case, I tell these guys to go fuck themselves all the time, especially when they show their face or I know people from there or whatever. They don't like that shit and they know that there's nobody watching over their shoulder and that they know how they have the tools to delete the evidence and make it look like it never even happened. Um, or they can replace the video with some bullshit or whatever. Um, they know that they have the tools to, to have no accountability. So think about it. You have people who have been told they're the heroes, they're the good guys. There is a rife culture of corruption and criminality. Um, statistically, this isn't just a pinhole. Um, and they have these exotic tools that allow them to absolutely scrub any evidence of it ever happening to you. So understand that these contractors, etc., they are fucking, a lot of them are criminal because they know that not only, just like with police, their people will protect them if they fuck up <clears throat> blindly. But they have these tools that can just scrub the evidence like it never happened. So even if you have a third party who hasn't connected these people and you get subpoenaed to get the footage for that date or whatever because it ties everything, they're just going to go in with their fucking their shit and delete it or edit it, doctor it, whatever they can do. And a lot of people don't realize these tools exist. But here on number nine, if you click it from this New York Post story, um, this software is available. It's been available for quite a while. But now, like I said, a lot of the things that they're doing, it's now out in the public eye. Um, it's just 
once you weaponize that and you realize how it can be abused, you realize like, oh shit, this is a lot dangerous. This seems like just a b bullshit basic news story. Like, oh, look at these new capabilities, like this New York Post story. Oh, how can that be weaponized? Well, I'm telling you how it can be weaponized because it's happened to me many times. These guys, they don't have any oversight. They're getting paid buckets of money because the government is paying them a lot of money because it's like insurance. The government can't be seen doing this because the government doesn't violate the Constitution. But these contractors can do what the fuck they want. And if they do get caught breaking the law, like in the case with, um, on behalf of the U.S. government, like in the case of Blackwater, they just pardon them. Like those Blackwater killers just got pardoned. Um, but they will use this new tech, like here on number nine, to delete or doctor completely or, or completely replace the video or scrub out their agents, scrub out their people or whatever. And when you subpoena a business or whatever to get the footage or data or whatever, it'll just be already doctored and edited. So, and uh, this is how I'm trying to tell you these guys, they get these babysitting jobs and however, whatever you are on the list tier of getting into COINTELPRO 2.0 in the post-Patriot Act era, well, I should say the, um, not the Patriot Act, but the Project for New American Century era, um, they have these tools that just allow them to essentially control reality of the situation. And people don't understand that. And, you know, I've been trying to illustrate that these are criminals who are doing criminal shit to me. They're supposed to just babysit me, but they're doing a whole lot of extra. And here's another thing. Like I told you, a lot of these people came down here and they're hot swapping. A lot of the stores are full of were full, at one time full of adulterated food, etc. They can just fucking delete all the footage of that. Do you understand? These tools were made to protect the government. So now, and if you know anything about, um, what's it called? I'll make it number 10, actually. Number 10. Number 10 is going to be this link I want you to see. Number 10 will be the article for Signature Reduction, which is basically, I wanted to find the Newsweek story, the guy who broke the story. But basically, there is a roving army of spooks, an army of spooks, people basically who is at the behest of the Pentagon. The Pentagon controls this clandestine army, people all trained in the intelligence community. And they, in, in the thousands, they are used to go to different areas of the United States to conduct clandestine operations. One like the one that happened here in San Diego, where a bunch of these spooks came in here. This is link number 10. And they actually, actually they literally wait, sieged a silent war on the people here because they thought they had a bunch of leakers, etc. And they wanted to purge the San Diego community because the, the U.S. military, i.e. the Pentagon, feels... Um, like they are allowed to do that. They feel entitled. And um, this link number 10, click it there. So when they come down here to do this shit, they, will, they use these tools to literally scrub all evidence of it because that's where you can pull this case, right? Is from these, oh, well, then we'll be able to watch food deliveries and what, like, no, you don't understand. They're going to scrub that shit. They're going to get... Um, they're going to get looped footage of the store and they're just going to mask over the areas when they go to swap out groceries and drinks and 
um, if they taint your food, you know, at a, at like a, a restaurant or whatever, because these guys are everywhere down here right now. This signature reduction personnel, they're fucking everywhere down here. They're taking, they're working alongside uh, the cartels because when they need shit done that even the U.S. government can't be linked to doing, and they don't want to sacrifice their own people, they'll have the cartel do it. Cartels making money hand over fist, and um, how I'm understanding they're making their money is that they're being told that they can conduct as much business as they want and. Basically, law enforcement will look the other way. That's their payment, is unchecked, unfettered business and access with no regulation. What's going on down here in San Diego? Um, and that's a lot of money, you have to understand. You don't have to worry about the cops. As long as you do what this group of people come down here. And it's a need-to-know basis. They don't need to know who's requesting what. But they're going to use this tool to essentially scrub all the video of shit, especially if there's like the Senate um, investigatory panel or whatever they're called. They just, a bunch of people just got kicked off it, like Eric Swalwell and I think Nancy Pelosi, but I think that's because she got retired, but she was part of the intelligence committee. If they're doing an investigation to check to see, make sure the military isn't doing this shit, they can use these tools to literally scrub all the evidence. And they're doing that. And they're also doing that with me. Um, but if you're in this program, when the government is doing shit to you in this COINTELPRO 2.0, and it's very, it's very important to understand that COINTELPRO 2.0 is that they're bringing some of the old attributes of the program stuff that they use to attack, you know, people like MLK and Malcolm X and, you know, all sorts of parts of the COINTELPRO, but they're bringing what they learned. Basically that was the year, uh, that was the age of them learning about social science and, you know, um, getting the reins on enhanced torture techniques and intimidation and they learn not to assassinate people very quickly they learn to do it over time which is this new reiteration of the program but there's lots of digital tools now and they're applying all the things that they learned in the first iteration of the program to the new iteration of the program a lot of that shit is happening to me and like I said these people came down here uh, when I mentioned that shit, because they're like, whoa, this guy knows this, and he's a fucking, this, you know what I'm saying, he's a, just a moron, local moron, is there just a town full of fucking leakers, or whatever, and, um, so they use that as their, essentially their excuse to come down here and just wage this clandestine war, but it's important to know about this software, because, um, it's gonna allow them to cover up all their crimes, and we're living in a very scary time now, where, even if you live in the surveillance era, right? Um, and there's cameras everywhere. And even if they're using these weapons to assault you in an invisibly and silently, etc., like they're using on me, they're using this radiation shit. So even if they use that shit on you, and let's say they get cocky and they start poisoning your food and they get other people involved in it right because like I said it's easy to manipulate people to literally commit felonies people don't understand like your brain only has literally six scientific methods of manipulation you call it scientific methods of persuasion i.e. manipulation how you can manipulate somebody into thinking and normalizing something that you shouldn't normalize the Nazis learned this a long long time ago that's how they got law-abiding citizens to all of a sudden turn their neighbors in just for being born essentially. So what you have is the software that allows them to cover it up indefinitely. So now there is no checks and balances. So you might be thinking, well, I got, you know, I got my cell phone. Oh, well, they have their back doors all built into your shit. 
They'll, they, I've already had my cloud account hacked many times. Scraping all the video I've had on people who got way too cocky with their shit. And I have some great shit on They just hacked the cloud account. Because the government has back, backdoor access. They own all the platforms. And now they have these tools. So even if something happens in, let's say, an independent business or a home or whatever. Oh, well, great. At least I got the cameras were rolling. Nah, homeboy. This shit will allow them to cover that up. Why is that also important with the blimps? Well, because with this God's eye, if you are of interest, um, they're going to watch you with this God's eye and they'll pay specific attention. And this God's eye records days of footage at a time. And they just watch you from above. And it's just up there for days at a time recording. And it's got a tether. So it can, it can essentially be up there forever as long, you know, but I imagine the elements um, weigh on things. And they need to make sure, you know, that the equipment is in all working order. So they bring one down, they send another one up. But it can, you know, observe like 50 miles in real time at close detail. Do you know what I'm saying? They just fly it really high and they run them on these tethers and they make sure no planes fall uh, get in the way of it by making them no-fly zones. And mo most of those planes fucking fly themselves. If there's a no-fly zone, the fucking plane will literally just avoid it. They'll, you'll never have visual contact with that shit. So they're going to be beaming this balloon. They're going to be essentially, I'm not beaming, but they're going to be watching you with these balloons when you go out and about in town, etc. And what I've been finding, and I had to, like I said, I have still have some people around town who will give me tips every once in a while about some shit that's happening behind my back that is fucked up. And so what they can do is also scrub that footage of, you know, let's say that the contractors are babysitting you now, but the U.S. government doesn't want them to fuck you up. They're just like, okay, we fucked up his life. Now just babysit him. This is just a babysitting contract. You guys don't have approval to go to be extra on this dude. What they can do with the software is, well, they still need to watch you constantly, but even, you know what I'm saying? Um, with this type of software, they can do is just scrub it. Or if you say, hey, the U.S. military is doing this and you go to Congress or whatever, and they're like, well, that's cool. We'll get our Senate, Senate Intelligence Committee on it. They'll look at the footage and see what happens. So they're going to look down at footage and there's going to be nothing there. So let's say you're driving around town like I do. I like to escape from the house and go out and about because the you're just like a trapped with that radio those radiation attacks when they attack your house. So I go out and about. And they do a lot of this shit to me in public settings. They can just scrub that footage with these tools. But what another way that they can get around it, right, is um, a lot of these this software that monitors your vehicle and et cetera can be tricked. And how they do that is what they'll usually do is they'll park, like let's say you go somewhere and you park a car, or what they'll do is they'll drive a very similar car, if not the same exact model and color of car of your car, and they'll drive it alongside you on the freeway. Let's say that you have one of these blimps tracking you. And let's say that what for whatever reason, the U.S. government, it's, you know, they hand you over to other people. Or you, you want to go to the Senate and say some shit to them. Like, look, these guys are, they're fucking beaming me with radiation. And they're getting real close and they're harassing me. These people are, you know, they're fucking driving their car at me. And they're zooming at me, etc. How they can fool these things, because what these things do is, just like with video editing, you can train it on an object and then track that object. What they do is they'll drive a car that is your same exact model alongside you. Then the people monitoring the footage, you know, like the people whose job it is to babysit you, whatever, they'll move the tracking over to the car right next to you. And then that car will drive away and go do other shit and nothing will happen to that guy 
and then you'll keep driving and then the 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 tracker the tracker right who who's watching you out in the open will stop watching you and then they can do a bunch of shit to you in literal and public um because now the 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 drone or the balloon whatever that's watching you can be um told to track an object just like you and to get a better example of the confusion this creates especially for the you remember in the show in the movie baby driver remember in baby driver when he was um trying to get away from in the very the beginning chase scene and baby driver go watch it it's a great movie it's a fun little movie um but in baby driver when he's trying to get away from the police helicopter and then there's those three red cars and then he goes over this like really thick bridge and then they couldn't figure out which one of the three cars was him and so he was able to get away well essentially that's the same kind of concept of what's happening uh but like i said a lot of the software is automated and if it needs to be course corrected or whatever, there's a guy kind of like usually monitoring it, or whatever. But it's just surveillance, right? It's really yawn stuff. But there's ways to cheat the software. And what they'll do is they'll do that by having similar, the very same model and color and whatever follow you around town. Um, and then they'll move the tracking over onto the next vehicle. And then it'll follow what they think is you. But in fact, it's the same model, same color, whatever, right? And then that car will continue to go in another direction and they'll think that they're tracking you and they've been given specific instructions to not allow any harm to come to you, but still keep you under surveillance because you're of high concern or whatever. But then these intelligence contractors can cheat that shit. And one way they do it is they do it by doing that. And they have their buddies who they already know who, who's got the contract to do this or who's working, you know, surveillance on this, whatever. And they'll make sure that they, if, if it doesn't confuse the auto track software, that instead they will move the tracker over just a little bit to, to watch you or to watch the other guy who was the same exact car. Um, or they can just, like I said, they can just scrub the footage completely, but there's lots of ways for them to cheat the system. So let's say in your case, you, in the future, you leak something about the military doing something fucked up and you're a journalist and you're being watched, but the Congress, the Senate intelligence community hears about your case. They're like, okay, I get it. It's a national security but you guys can't touch them. You know the law. And they're like, we're not going to touch them. But this information embarrasses the military. These are the ways that the military is going to cheat the fucking system. So even though Congress has told them not to kill you, they're going to slowly start killing you or kill you or do shit to you or fuck with you. And they're not allowed to do it, but they will cheat the system doing it in these ways where they can just shift over the tracking and then none will be the wiser. And then when Senate intelligence committee goes on and looks at your case or, you know, people on behalf of you because you unfortunately got assassinated um, or had a weird, untimely death. They, they, there's just a million ways that they can say that you died. Um, then it there'll be no proof of it or there are ways for them to cheat it, etc. And so you need to understand that the military industrial complex doesn't give a fuck about the Constitution. And there's a million ways for them to cheat, even though there's a checks and balances in the it, right? And there's Senate Intelligence Committee and whatever, the way that they can check on there. But there are a million ways for them to essentially scrub evidence ever um, of their wrongdoing to uh, civilians who might be put in this program, etc. Lots of them like to cheat the system. 
So when your contract is near up, what they've been doing is slowly shoveling dirt over you through various means of maiming your health, radiation, poisoning, whatever. And then when you die, strangely, you know, close to after they're going to lose the money that they got to, you know, paid to babysit you, you strangely die. And um, now they're, they're going to wait a little while and collect some money. And there's a million ways that they can hide it. There's just a million ways for them to cheat the system. Do you understand? And the and it's important to understand, especially these tools that they have to edit surveillance footage that can just go in. So even if there's an investigation, even if Congress tries to investigate, they're powerless now. Because now if the military the military industrial complex is getting out of control to the point where they're there's already no oversight, but now they can just eliminate evidence. And there's already processes for them to cheat how they gather evidence to keep a checks and balances because Congress is supposed to regulate what the fuck the military does, etc. This is a supposed to be a fucking democracy, um, a republic, but you know, unfortunately, it's not. We're under control. We're in the we're in the um, project for a new American century era. Unfortunately, and they just feel like they can do whatever, and people don't really understand. We really are on our way to neo feudalism. If you're not part of the system and you're not part of the people trying to stomp on, you know, working class, blue collar or white collar people or what have you and stay at the top and keep us broke and keep trying to destroy our generational wealth through, you know, engineered market catastrophes or what have you, um, there's going to be a reward for being part of that system and being a bootlicker. And it's going to be this new neo-feudalism, neo-feudalism, uh, model for our society we're going to shift from republic democracy based on capitalism on on free market capitalism and it's now going to be neo-feudalism it's going to be a feudalist state but in the nouveau techno means of it and these are going to be the ways that they're going to cheat the system describing you these these tools and showing you where they exist it's this stuff and this is stuff in the public eye already but this is what it looks like weaponized. They're already doing this shit to me, dude. Um, but you need to know that they're going to do it that way. They're, even if, let's say they, you know what I'm saying, you, they know that they're, you know, the, the Senate intelligence community or whatever is okay that the U.S. Uh, that the U.S. military who ultimately thinks, you know, you're embarrassing them or whatever, if you're a reporter, leaker, whistleblower, whatever, right? In this case, they're like, okay, you can make them broke right to the point where he's white knuckling it but you can't kill him and they're like okay we won't and but there's just a million ways for them to cheat the system so there's no checks and balances for that there's already no checks and balances but now there's for any hint of that to be evident they can absolutely delete it they can scrub it there are ways for them to cheat camera tracking if they are looking at you with one of these god's eye blimps that they have everywhere you hear about the chinese having them we got these things up in the sky you know what i'm saying thanks to the security state watching every major city um even at the border they're they're watching what's happening in tijuana and all those other border towns they 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 know in real time everything that happens and they can rewind back in time to see everything that happened um so it's but now they have this software and they have these ways that they can cheat the system to make sure that if this police state slash military industrial um, elite 
or even the military or Pentagon community thinks that they need to neutralize you as a threat because you uncovered some dirty shit that they were doing. Uh, but Congress says they can't do it. And they and they think and Congress thinks like, oh, well, we're going to keep a checks and balances. We'll just mon- we'll just pay our own guy to monitor the footage or whatever. They just have the tools to go in and scrub that shit in literal real time. And there are also processes where if even if you're getting followed by one of those surveillance blimps, which are over pretty much every major city, they just tether them out from military installations, you know, on the outskirts of the city, whatever they deem, you know, whatever Um, they can just cheat the tracking algorithm and switch it over to another car or whatever. Um, and then go fuck with you while the thing, while the footage is looking, uh, while the camera's watching you, they could, but they don't know that they actually switched over to tracking another exactly same car. Um, there's just so many ways for them to cheat it. So they can fucking kill you. So there's zero checks and balances and they can get away with murder and enhancing the police state because they're able to shovel dirt over the people who expose their crimes in this shift of power that is happening like a slow car crash, and it started since, um, you know, 9-11, and ushering in the police state of this new project for a new American century, this neo-feudalistic way of life. So even if you expose their crimes while we're shifting over to this new system, right, it's a project for a new American century, um, the military and military-industrial community and private contractors have systems already involved to commit these crimes. And even if they do commit these crimes, what happens? Like we just learned with the Blackwater guys, they get pardoned. So you just have to understand, no one is coming to help you. And unless they're literally committing the crimes in front of the people whose job it is to monitor, but to do it in a hands-off way that you don't know that they're trying to, you know, um... Usher, uh, uh, they're trying to uh, monitor the balance of power and they want to make sure the military doesn't lose their shit or the contractors don't go fucking ape shit and slowly start poisoning you or whatever, right? Just because you're a whistleblower, just because you're a journalist, just because you're a leak or whatever, you're still protected under the Constitution. Well, the military industrial complex and the police state say, fuck your Constitution. And we have many ways of getting around it and of making sure there is no checks and balances, even if Congress is watching us. So I wanted you to know about that. I wanted you to know about the practices and systems that they do that because um, you really need to understand this new COINTELPRO 2.0. When you become declared an enemy of the state, bro, you are so fucked and there's so much corruption. And maybe you're just some asshole who fucking, I don't know, in the future they might start people who storm the fucking capital. Start people getting people in this because rights. You're now a national security threat. It's going to be rife with corruption. They're going to turn a bunch of retards who just allowed their friend to talk them into some dumb bullshit. People who it's been proven have been egged on by intelligence um, agents and and literal feds. I mean, why the fuck is Ray Epps not even in jail, being antagonized into doing this, uh, so then they can continue to legitimize their existence so they can be like, look, this is why you give us billions of dollars. You do all these bad guys that we made. Um, but then there's, there's going to be people who are just, who are just, you know, somebody who got on the radar, but it doesn't matter because even though they're supposed to babysit you, they're just like, eh, this guy's a fucking chump. I bet you I can 
fucking kill this dude and we can make some money on the side when we're done with this babysitting contract shit. There's just so many ways to make money and there's no checks and balances. Aside from it being journalists, you know, if you're in this situation because you're a journalist and you expose corruption, you're a whistleblower, you're a leaker, whatever it is. But there are no more checks and balances. They've eliminated it. Even though there are ones technically on paper and maybe Congress and the um, Senate Intelligence Community thinks that they might have one on the military. It's not. They already have ways to cheat all that shit. They are going to make sure this transition into the neo-feudalistic state via the Project for a New American Century happens. And they're putting up every contingency to make sure that they can protect themselves. Anybody who may expose them during this transition. And there are processes and softwares, etc. to cheat the system. So even if there are good guys on the inside that you may not think exist. Who um, in Congress or in the Justice Department trying to keep their feet to the fire. To make sure that they, the military industrial complex doesn't go cray cray. Um, they've just already developed methods to cheat that system, to kill innocent Americans, make money on so many different ways, and to make sure they never have to answer for their crimes. And we're going to be ruled by these people, essentially. And, you know, the the leash is off the dog. And the dog is rabid. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. We have had an update to how we are hosting this movie. Um, I was already getting a report from lots of people saying we can't see the movie. It says this movie's not available in our area. Some people say this movie has been removed. Thanks for bringing that to my attention because I was just sitting there just like, man, there's so many of you guys, you know, who tune into the podcast. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I got some high numbers for these, uh, for these director commentary episodes. And, um... It, now this totally makes sense because now YouTube has sent me a copy strike notice on our backup channel and our um, native channel for the Mesh News Project where we're hosting the film. Um, it says that it is full. It says that it's full of misinformation from COVID. Even though I literally took all, all the material from this movie is made from clips I procured off YouTube. So how is this information illegal? Do you understand? Like, how is this information illegal if I downloaded it all from their platform? I guess they just don't like the order of how I put things. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So it's not illegal content if it's not put in larger context for a giant grift. Do you understand? Like, how crazy is that? But yeah, all the stuff, all the stuff that's on my, on this movie is all pulled from YouTube, all YouTube clips. So how is it something that is? Well, well, I'll tell you. First, it was telling me that I had copyright notice, right? And then I, then I kept getting reports that then I, then that this content was, um, not suited for minors. And then I got a takedown notice, and in that order. But I, you know what I'm saying, I just went back and started checking some of the uh, other podcast platforms and people reporting Broken Link. They said this movie's not available in my area, etc. So, yeah, I'm sorry. So we have to move the movie to Odyssey, which sucks because it really, you know what I'm saying, it really hurt the debut of this film. Obviously, that was most likely on purpose. 
but so we've had to switch to Odyssey. You don't need an app to use Odyssey. Odyssey is a video sharing platform, but they don't have regulations on what you can post, etc. It's kind of like how Elon has made Twitter. He just free speech. You know what I'm saying? People can say what they want, and then you make sense of the information that you know what I'm saying you take in. So we're on Odyssey. I've updated all the links and all the podcast descriptions. So please refer to that Odyssey link because um, for some reason this information is illegal in YouTube's eyes, even though I pulled it all off of YouTube. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, I appreciate all the support. I love all the comments. Um, I'm sorry I'm taking a while to get back on feedback. I'm still uh, recovering from COVID. But um, yeah, thanks for giving me that update. And now I'm really understanding what's going on, especially now I see these comments of people saying they said it's not available in my area. I live in the United States. Like that's, I can't believe that. So yeah, we're on Odyssey now. So go ahead and check out the film on Odyssey. Thanks, you guys. Go ahead and refer to that link in the description. It's in between the two finger-pointing arrow hands. Thanks.